pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 309. Today I'm going to chat with Tori Rudhouse from Stag Arms, discuss more rulemaking overreach from the ATF, highlight a new rifle site from Hollison, and talk about a driving school instructor that went a little too far with his job. I'm your host, Ava Flanell. Tori, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic today, Ava. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm actually so excited to have you on. And of course, as I say that, Peaches just jumped up in my face to go try to kiss me, which we (laughs) joked because she was trying to do that right before I pressed play. Okay, Peaches, no. Yeah. So also before the show started, I was telling you how like we were, well, we were, I act like you and I like live together. Like, so Tori and I were roommates and, but we're not, but actually kind of now because you moved to Wyoming. So you're a neighboring state, but I noticed that Peaches was getting kind of thin and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to feed her whenever she wants. Like whenever she's sitting next to a bowl, I'm just going to give her some food. And it's been roughly half a cup every time. And I've concluded that I probably feed her about seven to eight times a day. And she was. And probably about seven to eight times more than she should have. No, no. And you were the one who told me, you know, that your dog does the same and like to feed her green beans, like frozen green beans. And I was doing it, but then she literally was, she was looking really skinny. Like her hip bones were like sticking out mm-hmm. and you could see her ribs. And I was like, man, if she ever like got lost and somebody picked her up, they think I was like abusing her, not feeding her. So, yeah. So we were on the weight gain, I guess, wagon. And then I was also giving her a bunch of treats and stuff. And then today I went to go pick her up and I was like, man, you were turning into a little fatty. So <laughs> I guess maybe we're going to go back on that, uh, that frozen green bean diet. <laughs> Poor Peaches. She's, she's not going to be a happy little camper right now. Well, hopefully she likes the green beans too, and it'll be a good compromise. I mean, honestly, at this point, I feel like she'd eat anything. Like she's, <laughs> yeah, she's, kinda, she's a little fatty. All right, before we start the show, I want to talk about BSF Barrels. I actually had Becky Yackley on the show a few weeks ago, and it's funny because I was supposed to go on this hunting trip, and I don't know why I couldn't make it, I forget, but you guys, it was uh, Stag Arms that put this event on. And what were you guys hunting again? I always want to call them ground squirrels and they're not. (laughs) Uh, So we went on a prairie dog hunt. Yes. And it was ladies only. So we have a pretty strong female team in the stag arms office. And we said, you know what? Let's cherish that. There's not a ton of uh, ladies only events going on in the industry. And, And so we kicked it off with year one of the stag arms ladies prairie dog hunt. And we ran our pursuit rifles, but they were a little bit of a modification. And we had BSF barrels send in 223 wild carbon fiber barrels for us. So we swapped those in and we just went to town on the prairie dogs. It was awesome. And how did the barrels hold up for you? Like, were you pretty happy with it? They were great. So where we were at, we had to do a little bit of uh, tromping through uh, nothing that you would ever expect in Wyoming. It was kind of like swampy grass. Mm-hmm. So lots of water. So the, the barrels being carbon fiber were super lightweight. They were super accurate as well. And we threw some suppressors on there from Silencer Central and it was a dream. We just literally spent a day and a half, almost two days, just 
mowing down prairie dogs. We had a lovely farmer who said, please come out and help with these. I've had too many cattle break ankles. They're getting out of control. So we went out there and the BSF barrels were awesome. And we we look forward to working with them more in the future on nice. some of our product offerings. Yeah, that's always good to hear. I haven't done any hunting with mine, but I just recently swapped out two of my 308 barrels for the BSF barrels. And like, yeah, it made a lot more difference. Like it was just so much more pleasant to carry back and forth to the range. So I can only imagine, you know, having to carry them while hunting. So that's awesome. If you guys want to check out BSF Barrels, head on over to bsfbarrels.com. Don't forget to use the code ELITE15, that's all one word, and that's going to get you 15% off your entire order. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. All right. So Tori, really excited to have you on. And I was trying to think about this earlier today, how long we've known each other. And I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's been like maybe four years. Mm-hmm. I think we met for the first time at the Romp in the Swamp, Romp no. in the Swamp event. Is that, well, maybe no, even before it was, that, did it was you come to the, the, the writers, writers event? event. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was the first time. And yeah. And then we did the romp in the swamp where I mm-hmm. killed the alligator. And then we've been on like quite a few. We went yep. to Sturgis together. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you used to work with AOB, specifically yep. Crimson Trace. And you really stuck out to me like just right from the beginning, right when I you know met you, like I just really admired your work ethic. And I don't know. I just think I, especially people your age, because you're in your 20s, right? Correct. Yeah. So not to like crap on people your age, but like, (laughs) I just was like, dang, like, you know, here you are, like you're in your twenties, you have amazing work ethic. Like you treat the company like it's your own and Mm -hmm. you're just killing it. Like you work your butt off and you just don't see that that often, I guess, regardless of age. And so Mm -hmm. I was just like really impressed with you. And then you went on to work with Silencer Central and we, you know, remained friends. That's where we did like the Sturgis trip together. And then as of recently, you moved to Stag Arms. And of course, you know, like I'm a very loyal person. And if I really <laughs> like the person, like I obviously have to like the product. Like if you were like, hey, I went over to High Point. Can you, you know, <laughs> pitch these guns for me? I'd be like, girl, like I love you, but like I'll invite you to some events, but I'm not going to, you know, but like yep. still I'm very I am very loyal to you just because women need to stick together and you're freaking awesome. (laughs) But, you know, now that I gave the listeners kind of like a little synopsis of like your journey in the gun industry, let's go back just a little bit and talk about like, how did you even initially get in the gun industry? So it is a story that I'm really good at making incredibly long, but I will do my best to kind of cliff notes it. Basically, I grew up in mid-Missouri, grew up hunting. My dad was a county sheriff for 15 years before I was born. So guns in the house all the time. All of the neighbors would come over and we would clay bird shoot and all that good stuff. And went to school, got a degree in business marketing. While I was in school, I actually met the recruiter for American Outdoor Brands. Uh, She is an incredible lady, and she's still there today. Still stay in touch with her. She's awesome. But after school, I graduated, and I was actually a wedding coordinator for a year and a half. 
And by wedding coordinator, I was the only full-time employee at this company. So I was coordinating the weddings, but also running their social media and helping clean and set up if I couldn't find someone to come help me do that. And then after a while, that that got a little bit old. Mm -hmm. So I started kind of just poking around, you know, seeing what all was out there. And I stumbled across, you know, job openings at AOB. And so AOB has 22 brands under their umbrella. When they post jobs, they don't tell you what brand the job is for. So it was a blanket marketing coordinator position listed, you know, the job responsibilities. And I was like, I can do all those things. Let's see what happens. So applied and interviewed. And it's, it's quite an interview process. You have two or three phone interviews, and then you go into the office and you do three rounds of panel interviews back to back to back. So ended up interviewing for Crimson Trace. And thankfully, I had a little bit of time between my phone interview and my in-person interview because I knew optics. Like, I, again, I grew up hunting, but I had been running the same scope on my hunting rifle my entire life. So, like, I knew him, but I didn't know him well. So I had time to do some research. And I actually went and sat in my local gun shop and asked them, like, hey, when you're looking for a scope, what are you looking for? And so thankfully all that work paid off and went into my interview and I didn't think I got it, but they gave me a call the next day and said, Hey, we want to offer you the position. And, and the rest is kind of history. And, wow. you know, I never, never in a million years would I have dreamt of being in the firearms industry, but now that I'm here, I don't ever want to leave. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So again, like I can't reiterate how much I just admire you for like, you're the person that's like not afraid to get their hands dirty. Like even, I don't know, when you're at SHOT Show, I was hanging out with you. It was, you know, the very last day we're exhausted and maybe it was like 4 or 5 p.m. And you're like, yep. And we have to stay here until like probably 1, 2 a.m. because we have to break down the booth and wait for them to come pick it up. And I was like, dang, like you guys do that too. And it was just, mm -hmm. it's one of those things where like you never complain and you're just, you know, or it's really hot outside or the event's not going well which we went to an event before and it like just wasn't really organized that well. And like, still, you're just like very positive. And you're like, all right, what can we do to bring more people to this event? Or what could we do for this and that? And it's just, yeah, I would hire you in a heartbeat. <laughs> and it might sound kind of weird because, you know, people are probably thinking like, oh, you've already worked for three different companies, but an opportunity arise with Stag Arms that you just couldn't, you know, somebody that you'd worked with at AOB ended up working at Stag Arms and he wanted to take you with rightfully so. I mean, it's very smart. I do the same thing. And so now you're at Stag Arms and I have had Stag Arms on the show before, but I've really, you know, since then, like I've paid more attention to the brand and have tried out a lot of different Stag Arm rifles. And I have to say, like, I wasn't really expecting much. I was like, eh, you know, it's probably just you know, because when you think Stag Arms, I guess I'm more familiar with like before it got bought out and it was kind of just known as like sort of a entry level mid tier rifle. But then you guys have like in the last couple of years have taken this platform and just like really polished it up. And now it's just like you guys have created some really nice like high end ARs. Mm hmm. Let's talk about some of the stuff that you guys, you know, just the different platforms. And that's not to say that you know, Stag Arms, like that's all you make because you still do have like some entry level ARs, right? Correct. Yeah. So we have a number of legacy products is what we call them. It's our classic line, which is your standard mil spec, 
AR straight out of the box, has all of the mil-spec options on it, even the birdcage muzzle brake that you would see. And then we have our tacticals, which are, are very similar, but they've been upgraded a little bit. So you get your Magpul furniture, you get a hyperfire trigger in there. So just a little bit upgraded, but still kind of your basic offerings. Mm-hmm. And then from that, we've gone a little bit further and we have our pursuit line, which is hunting stylized ARs, which there aren't much of on the market. So they're a beautiful midnight bronze color. They have leather on the stock, which people are probably mm-hmm. like, it's it's literally just aesthetic. There's no, like, it looks cool, but there's no point in that, right? But truthfully, there's a couple different reasons that it it does help. You know, when you go hunting and it's super cold out, you have to put your cheek against that cold plastic. It is not comfortable. Yeah. Um, so the leather stock kind of helps with that a bit. It also helps with noise. Like if you're bumping it up against something, it deflects that noise. And then the funnest part is it smells like a new car when you open the box. Mm. So uh, definitely a little, uh, yeah. So I think uh, cosmetic there, but it's fun. It's still fun. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's like, I am looking at it right now and it does look really nice. And <laughs> I do like, cause I don't think any other company's ever done where they like added leather mm-hmm. to an AR and it's just like, I don't know. I even I said because you guys sponsor Pew Pew panel, the second podcast that I just started. And I was saying I was like, man, I feel like this is going to be like the next rifle that I get. Like, it just looks freaking awesome. And I guess I wouldn't even have thought about that. Like when you're hunting, you put your cheek up and it's, you know, it's cold and your cheek goes on that stock. Like, yeah, it is going to be cold. So that was actually really, really smart. Yeah. And And I I do believe not only is the the Midnight Bronze Cerakote the only one straight out of the box on the market, but that leather is custom for stag right now as well too. Mm. But yeah, besides those cosmetic features between the pursuits, and then we just came out with our project spectrum line, we're trying to get away from, and and get away from isn't the right word because we're always going to have the black ARs, the solid FDE ARs because they are staples, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people have them right? They probably already have one on their shelf in their gun safe. So we're trying to come up with things that are unique that they don't see every single day that they see it on the shelf. And they're like, I have to have that. Mm -hmm. So we have the pursuit, of course, and then Project Spectrum, which is our 50 shades guns. So we have 50 shades of FDE, 50 shades of OD green and a 50 shades of gray. So different shades of Cerakoted and anodized parts, but all within their specific colorways very much inspired from the scar Mm -hmm. which was not intentionally mismatched we did go intentional with it but in addition to the colorfulness of these rifles we're upgrading them straight out of the box so you're getting vg6 gamma brakes weird manufacturing Mm -hmm. muzzle brakes on the spectrums so those are super cool because you can direct thread about 70 percent of suppressors on the market you're getting the ballistic advantage lightweight hansen barrels upgraded triggers from ATC, Rise Armament, and Hyperfire. So things that people would normally have to upgrade out of the box, we're including it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's actually, I mean, I love it because that's typically the first thing that I do. So if I do buy a stock AR, usually it's always the muzzle brake and the trigger that I change out because I think those two things make such a difference. And so Mm -hmm. I love that you guys are just doing this because I mean, let's face it, if, even if it's like a drop in, you know, for an AR trigger or something like that, I mean, it's still time that's being taken right. away. And I got to say, now that I turned 37, I mean, we were just talking before I started, 
I've been like crying here and there because I'm like, nah, I'm getting older and I'm not married and, uh, you know, <laughs> but like time really is like, it's something that can't be replaced. So I love that you guys are already doing this for people, for consumers that don't really want to be bothered. And you guys are picking good stuff too. You know, like the AR Gold Trigger, I just got the FTE Spectrum and somebody wrote on my video because I just did a mag dump because those are fun to do. And they were like, oh, what kind of binary trigger is that? And I was like, man, it's not a binary trigger. It's just the AR Gold Trigger that Stag includes in their FTE one. And it just had like a really nice short reset. And it was like, took very little effort to mag dump and make it look mm-hmm. flawless. So, yeah, and I think... Uh, more so than even just the time of making those upgrades, we've seen a, a record number of new firearms owners. So the mm-hmm. experience of being able to change out those items on your firearms and and w- even more so than that, the cost behind it. So those AR gold triggers are phenomenal, but they retail for about $300. Yeah. Um, you know, when we build them in, we buy a, a large quantity of them. So we do get some price cuts on it. So you're, you're saving the money when you buy the whole rifle with that built into it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take a quick break real quick and talk about Gators iPro. If you guys haven't checked out the Blast Shield glasses from Gators, definitely check it out. It's their newest lineup. And what I love about it is you can change out the lenses very quickly. You just flip the nose piece up like 90 degrees and then the mechanism opens up. You swap the lenses, close it back up. You're ready to go. So let's say, you know, if you're like me, I shoot a lot of times indoors, but also outdoors. And I don't want to use like, you know, glasses that would be, you know, polarized, I guess, inside. Then I just switch it out and it takes me like a few seconds. It's also made from the same rugged aluminum as their other glasses that you can custom fit it to your head. They are available to order now and they have a number of options available. So you can get them with non-polar smoke lenses or their mil-spec ballistic lenses in clear smoke and fast photochromatic that transition from clear to smoke, which they actually, that's the one that I have. And then I also have the clear, but it's kind of interesting to, I like the transitional ones because if I am shooting indoors then it's totally clear the minute I go outdoors. And I had them in my hand the other day when I was done teaching a class and I walked outside to put something in my car. And sure enough, they like changed colors on me and like did it very quickly. Yeah, lots of different options. They start at $180 for the non-polar smoke and then just go up a little bit from there. But if you use the URL gators, G-A-T-O-R-Z.com forward slash AVA, A-V-A, you're going to get 15% off your entire order. So it's quite the saving. So definitely check it out. Tori, you also mentioned before the show that you guys have a bolt gun. Can you elaborate on this? I'm actually really excited to hear. I can. So Stag traditionally and prior to now has been exclusively ARs, you know, focusing on all of the different product lines that we've talked about previously, but we decided to expand a little bit this year and we're getting ready to launch our pursuit bolt action rifle. So the history behind this rifle, you know, the team sat down, we're all shooters, we're all hunters. In some aspect, we all know how to handle firearms. And we said, what is lacking in the bolt gun market? And it, it kind of boiled back to our roots. And, you know, we said, you can almost completely customize your AR. Why can't you do that to your bolt gun? 
So the entire bolt gun has been built off this question. So you're going to find an AR-10 takedown pin on the stock. So you can pop that buttstock off really easily. It's going to be great for transportation storage. In longer term, we're going to create some alternative chassis. So you can swap out chassis really quickly. You have all of your mounting options. So it has a Picatinny spigot. It's got M-lock all along the bottom of the handguard. We include a half Arca plate. So straight out of the box, you're ready to rock and roll no matter what mounting platform you're looking to use. And then, of course, just trying to keep everything as simple as possible. So we did use a Remington 700 footprint. So any aftermarket accessories, triggers, bolt handles, all that good stuff, you're going to be able to swap it out with Remington 700 stylized parts. But then we upgraded that Remington 700. So it's got a 60-degree bolt throw, tri-lug bolt option. The bolt itself is incredibly easy to disassemble. And I think, Ava, I maybe did this at NRA if, if you saw me do it, but it's a quick quarter turn of the bolt and it comes right apart. And then you can use that firing pin to change out your bolt face. Wow. Yeah, I was just actually going to say, I think I saw this gun. I saw the bolt gun at SHOT Show and NRA, right? You guys had it then? Correct. So yeah, those were was- our prototype versions. Uh, we finally got through all of the processes of manufacturing and we're getting ready to roll that out in the next month or so you'll start seeing them on shelves. Wow. That's amazing. And do you have a rough idea of like what MSRP is going to be? Absolutely. So MSRP is going to be $18.99. Nice. Very cool. So under that 2000 mark with tons of stuff included in the box and it's, it's right over eight pounds. So nice and lightweight for the hunting rifle, three different calibers to start and plans for lots of additional calibers to release. Very cool. That is really exciting. I'm excited to see that. Also, I wanted to kind of go off on a tangent and, you know, kind of going back to me knowing you for a little while and like following you in your gun career. So recently I started a second podcast and it's going on about, I think it's been a month and a week now. Mm-hmm. And initially I was like, it'd be really great if we could start the show, which sponsors already because my co-host Dalen Schaefer, who has civilian tactical on YouTube, I'm like, he has a bunch of followers. You know, I feel like we're both kind of fairly established at this point in our career. And I'm like, you know, I don't see why we couldn't. And so I reached out to you and you were like, yeah, let's do it. You know, like super supportive, which I just want to say, I really appreciate because I know, especially, you know, it's not always easy supporting something that you're like, well, we don't know how it's going to turn out. So I do appreciate you kind of taking that risk on both of us and, uh, and supporting that new show. And if you guys haven't listened to the new podcast yet, it's called pew pew panel and it's really fun. It's just Dalen and I, we answer a bunch of questions. We talk about a bunch of different stuff, whether it's like training or new gear or Today's episode just came out and it's like how to build an AR that's under 350, whether or not it works, you know, is neither here nor there. (laughs) (laughs) But essentially, you kind of get the idea of, you know, but I think it's pretty interesting and like a lot of people seem to enjoy it. So definitely check that out. But also Stag supports the show. And when you listen to it, you guys may or may not hear of a special code that's going to save you guys quite a bit, especially if you're in the market for a new gun. Also, another thing that I wanted to talk about, so I heard some news and maybe you can tell me if it's true or not, but I heard that you guys are going to be merging with a few companies. Is this true? It is true. It's actually already happened. And it's kind of been a slow release telling the media and telling uh, all of our consumers, but 
basically stag arms arrow precision ballistic advantage and vg6 are all one company now so we still will operate as individual brands you're still going to find the support you've you've found from each brand but on the the upper levels we're all merged as one so we have a little bit more resources and and the ability to cross channel our teams and and just be even more of a powerhouse Okay, let's expand on that. So mm-hmm. you guys are all going to be, is it kind of like essentially like AOB when I first met you, which stands yes. for American Outdoor Brands. And then under American Outdoor Brands, there's like, you know, it's basically a big umbrella and there's a bunch of companies underneath. Correct. Yeah. So we're still laying out exactly what it's going to look like, but overarching kind of a 10,000 foot view, Arrow is the parent company. Mm-hmm. But then within that, Arrow has its own brand, Stag has its own brand, Ballistic Advantage is its own brand, and VG6 is its own brand. Mm, okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that VG6 was under that. Like in the yes. Same. So VG6 has, I believe they've technically been under Arrow for years now, but now everything's pulled in together and, and all the brands are going to get the same amount of love. So you don't have to worry about, you know, any of us struggling. Yeah. Very cool. I love that. Definitely. I'm going to take another quick break. Talk about Mantis. You mentioned actually, so you guys are doing, is it next week that you guys are doing some kind of competition? Yeah. So next Friday, we are actually sponsoring the local chamber of commerce here in Cheyenne, Wyoming is is hosting a trap meet to to raise money for the chamber and all of the things that they do. So not only do we does Stag have a team, but we're also setting up a booth. But since it's at a shotgun range, there's not a bay that is certified to take rifle rounds. So we're taking our Mantis systems that they've sent over to us for shows, and we're going to set some rifles up and let people feel the triggers and do some competitions and maybe give some stuff away. Oh, nice. So you guys have the black beard then that automatically resets and you're able to dry fire it. Correct. Yes. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's actually genius. Like way to find a solution for the problem. Yes. Yes. So. They actually wanted us to teach a concealed carry course at first, but we were like, mm, that, you know, we sell rifles. Yeah. I don't know that that's, uh, <laughs> I don't know that that's quite we're, what we need we're, to do. We're trying to, we're trying to keep people out of jail. And I don't know if you really want advice from all of us. <laughs> You could have just had me come up there. I could have been like the guest instructor and I'd be like, okay, boys and girls, listen, listen. But no, I like your idea a little bit better. Awesome. So if you guys are looking to dry fire your AR and take it to the next level, definitely check out the Blackbeard or the Blackbeard X, which is kind of like, you know, the, I guess the X10 or the X2 or any of that, where it gives you that feedback and it shows you exactly, you know, all that movement and stuff like that before, during, and after you press that trigger. Check it out, mantisx.com. And then also, Tori, I don't even know if I've actually caught up with you and asked, but like, how are you liking living in Wyoming? It's good. It's uh, It's been a little bit hectic getting settled because I feel like as soon as I got up here, it's been work trip after work trip, which is, don't get me wrong, that's how I like it. I like to be busy. We've had unnormal amounts of rain this year so it's like every week it's raining which apparently from what i've been told this time in wyoming it's normally brown and it is still very green but besides that it's been good it cannot complain about the weather it's doesn't get too hot 
which is one thing coming from Missouri. It was always super hot and super humid. So here it's like the perfect temperature all year long. I found a beautiful house that I'm in love with and great neighbors and great friends up here so far. Good. Awesome. Well, we are definitely going to have to get together soon because you're like three hours away, (laughs) I think. So we need to plan something, whether it's me go there, you come here, but let's make it happen like in the next month or two. Absolutely. I have uh, lots of room for house plants that I need to fill. Girl, I got you. We're going (laughs) to, yes, we should actually, we should meet up in Denver. There's like some nurseries that I know of that are amazing. I'm in. Oh, I'm getting excited. Okay. Um, (laughs) All right. So wrapping it up, any future plans that you can share with us with STAG? Well, we have a number of things going on. First and foremost, the first thing to watch for is going to be some sales coming up this month. We have a lot of stuff planned. So keep an eye on the website. If you're not part of the email list, sign up for that. And I'm sure we'll talk about it on Pew Pew panel. So if you're not listening to that already, make sure that you add that to your list to listen to. But longer term than that, you know, we've kind of covered the bolt gun and that Stag is expanding into some other product lines that aren't just ARs. So you can continue to expect more bolt guns, you know, some long action bolt guns, more caliber options, maybe even some other style guns, uh, you know, to be decided. And then, of course, just tagging along and seeing what the merger continues to look like. It's it's all going to be good stuff, but we're going to have some fun with it. Nice. I'm excited for that. And then for people who want to check out the website, follow you guys on social media, what info is that? Yep. So all pretty easy. The website is stagarms.com. And then you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at stagarms. Perfect. All right, guys. So moving on with the rest of the show, IWI. Actually, Tori, so when we were in Sturgis this time mm-hmm. last year, which you just went back to Sturgis, I heard it actually rained a lot, did it? Uh, it poured. It poured. Uh- <laughs> and, you know, working the booth in the rain was not a ton of fun, but it, Sturgis is a whole different breed. Everybody there is is there to have a good time. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't really care too much. <laughs> Although nothing's worse than like riding your bike in the rain. Yeah, they uh, definitely the rainy days, the bars were busier. People were a lot drunk a lot sooner. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, because that was last year when I went. uh, That was my first time ever going to Sturgis. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to see all the crazy things. (laughs) Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you know that when we were at Sturgis, IWI had a booth pretty close to you. But anyways, I have really exciting news. So uh, this is news that I've been waiting for. So the other day. I got notification that says a package is on its way heading towards me. And I was like, what? And then I saw that sure enough, it's coming from Middletown, Pennsylvania. And I was like, OMG, it's the Carmel. And sure enough, it is. And so I messaged IWI and I was like, well, when did this come out? And they're like, it's already out. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Way to let me know since, you know, (laughs) you guys sponsor me. But anyways, stay on the lookout for my review. But I'm really excited to get the Carmel. If you guys aren't familiar with it, it's a short stroke gas piston rifle with a locking rotating bolt system for like maximum safety and reliability. It comes with an M-lock forend that you can install accessories at the three, six, and nine positions on. It has a cold hammer forge, chrome lined, 16 inch free floated barrel for accuracy and long life. It has a full length top rail for mounting optics and irons. 
The side charging handle is reversible. So if you're lefty, you know, they got you. And then it has a side folding stock with variable length of pull and comp height. It also has a two position gas regulator for normal and suppressed. Best of all, they're already shipping. So you guys don't even have to wait. If you want one, definitely check it out. Head on over to IWI.us and it should list all of the distributors and stuff that they use. And if nothing else, I'm sure you could find them on Gumbroker or something. But also while you're there and you go to their web store, if you use the code GUNFUNNY15, you're going to get 15% off any of the other products other than firearms that they sell. And again, that is IWI.us. Politics. What is going on in the world today? It's political AF. All right, today in politics, more rulemaking overreach. A leak over the weekend shows that the Biden administration is attacking the Second Amendment with another overreach of executive authority from the ATF. Reportedly, the new rule is all about closing the quote-unquote gun show loophole. What that really means is declare all private sales to be illegal. Private sales were never banned under any of the gun control laws that have been passed through Congress. Unlike the frame and receiver embrace rule, there is a law passed by Congress they're going to use to try and justify that they do have the authority to shut down all private sales. The so-called Bipartisan Safer Communities Act passed last year included a change in U.S. code. It altered the definition of someone in quote unquote engaged in the business of selling guns from within the principal objective of livelihood and profit to the ambiguous statement of to predominantly earn a profit. Any same person understands that this means a person would have to repeatedly sell with the intent of making money as a business, if only as a part-time thing. Not someone who buys a gun and decides that they don't really like it and wants to sell it to get something different. Under the proposed rule, if you make even a dollar from selling a single firearm, you'd have to have an FFL, which is like bullshit. It's completely unenforceable, though, and the only way that they could enforce something like this is to require all sales to be recorded and show proof that you didn't make any money on the sale. Everything is currently in draft form, so we don't know for sure what it will look like, but basically they're trying to eliminate as many avenues to purchase as possible. This rule presumably would require thousands, if not millions, of new FFLs to be established, which we all know right now, you know, ATF is cracking down on a lot of FFLs and they're taking away tons of FFLs. So I don't think that they're going to be granting thousands. Stay tuned as uh, this unfolds, but I don't know. I mean, it's pretty crappy. Yeah, I agree with you. That is pretty dang crappy. Just another way that they're trying to cut down on our rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And it's weird, too, because like, I mean, who knows? It's it's too soon to see exactly what this is going to entail. I know here in Colorado, they did away with private sales. And like, if you want to sell your firearm, you have to meet at an FFL. And then they log the gun into their books. The buyer does the 4473. And then the gun store logs that gun back out to the buyer. Yeah, and I'm sure you're you're doubling down on transfer fees with that, which means more money that eventually gets up to the government, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. So, yeah, who knows? Caldwell.
Tori, when I met you, I was also introduced to Caldwell, which I don't want to say I was introduced, but I guess I didn't realize how many products of Caldwell's are in stores that you see every day that you're like, oh, now that I think about it, like, yeah, that's Caldwell, you know, it's everywhere. But like, what are some of your favorite products? You know, I mean, you're around it every day. Oh my gosh. There's like you said, so much that they offer. It's, it's anything you could ever need to go to the range, but my favorite are the Emacs shadow pros. So the, the wireless ear pro that they offer, they're incredible. The ambient setting on them works great. You can connect them to your phone and take phone calls. So when you're on the range and someone calls you, you know, you don't have to run away and try to like get on your phone really quick. You can just take it right there on the spot. The battery life on them is insane. I have a really bad habit of just leaving them in their case in my bag, mm-hmm. but I'll go weeks at a time and then I'll get on the airplane and be like, oh, I hope my ear pro are still working because uh-huh. I want to listen to music. And lo and behold, they are. Interesting. So actually, I've used those before, but I guess I never used it to take calls or to listen to music on the plane. Yeah. Like- oh, yeah. I am as organized as a person as I am because I have to be for work. I could never manage to haul around two things of headphones. Yeah. I would lose one or both of them. So the Caldwell Emacs Shadow Pros live in my bag. They're what I use for everything when it comes to shooting, listening to music, taking phone calls, you name it. That's what they're for. Nice. And I love that the charge lasts too, because I'm the same way. I always forget to charge my stuff. If you guys want to check out that or any of the other amazing products that Caldwell makes, head on over to caldwellshooting.com and use the code GUNFUNNY10, all one word, and that's going to get you 10% off. Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours. Today's Q&A is what does the SCOTUS ruling on frames and receivers mean? And I'm actually really glad they brought this up because honestly, like we keep hearing about all the political stuff going around and like even the way that it's written, I'm like, dude, I don't even know what that means. Can they just speak normal like English, you know, like they're like, well, SCOTUS granted ATF's request to a stay while the appeal to the decision, blah, blah, blah. Like you're just like, okay, what does that mean? Essentially... What it means is puts the frame receiver rule back in effect until the appeals case is decided. It sucks because like it was at first working in our favor and then ATF requested that everything just remain as is until it goes to the next level of court. Nothing has really changed. Nothing's gotten better. Everything's kind of the same and they're still fighting in court to basically sum it up and, you know, put it in, I guess, layman's terms. We will see what happens. All right. So Smith and Wesson. Actually, remember, so Tori, remember when we did Romp in the Swamp? We also did like a little two gun thing where we Mm -hmm. had our Smith and Wesson ARs and then our Smith and Wesson pistols and I think for the pistols, what we use the MMP 2.0s, right? I believe so. And those worked actually really well. Like, I think that was when I just started, like, whatever gun we got, it was like the full size 2.0. And I got to say, I was actually like really happy with how it shot. And then for the longest time, like, I would use that whenever I'd, you know, kind of go on the range, try to do some competition esque stuff or like some scenario stuff at the range. 
not to mention because it also, we were gifted a freaking awesome, like, you know, the whole gear belt. I don't even know Mm -hmm. what, what are these kids calling it? These three gun kids (laughs) nowadays, but you know, had the holster and the belt and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and everything already fit. And I was like, man, I'm already set. Yeah. And then it also had a Crimson Trace red dot on it. And that was also really impressive. Crimson Trace is another company that has just really kind of just increased the quality. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really stepped their game up in the last couple of years. Yeah. It's uh, obviously near and dear to my heart since that's where I started off in the industry. But for a company that used to, you know, dominate in lasers and lights, which they're still doing, they've brought that product knowledge over into red dots and scopes as well. Mm -hmm. And they've done it well. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, even just the other day, actually, I was shooting. Let's see, I, I, I finally put on the Manicore arm stuff for my Tavor SBR. And then I put a Crimson Trace red dot on it. And I was shooting totally fine a hundred. It was a hundred yards away just with the red dot. Like it was Mm -hmm. doing more than enough. And the clarity was great. And I was really happy with it. So, yeah. But yeah, so Smith & Wesson, if you guys want, you know, even just like a fun gun to shoot at the range, definitely check out the 2.0 series. They come in different lengths, different sizes, but I think you guys will really like it. Yep. Different frames materials mm-hmm. yeah. i believe as well yeah so and they you know nice triggers straight out of the box they're affordable but upgraded similar to stag rifles but yeah the smith and wesson 2.0 series are awesome mm-hmm. yeah actually so i've been shooting smith and wesson pistols so much that the other day i had to shoot a glock like a few times actually <laughs> recently i had to shoot a glock and I'm like, how did I think that this was amazing? I thought like Glock, I didn't think Glock triggers were great, but I was like, no, I love Glocks. And now I'm like, oh, don't make me shoot a Glock because I think I got spoiled with the Smith and Wesson trigger. So, yep. And for me, the thing with Glock is the grip angle. Yeah. yeah. I don't naturally come on target. My sights are never aligned. I have to angle my wrist down. I and mean, that is not a problem that I have with that Smith and Wesson. It's, it's one that I took down to Gunsight Academy for a, pistol 250 course and you know that was my first time fully like training on pistol i had never i'd shot pistol but i'd never been trained before and and that 2.0 you know made it a breeze Mm -hmm. definitely agree if you guys want to check it out head on over smith-wesson.com tactic talk discussing popular guns and gear love it hate it find out now Today in Tacti Talk, Hollison releases solar-powered sight. It's well known that solar power like backups on an object are obviously just that. It's a backup. Hollison's had this feature on a number of their sites for years now to provide extra power to the site to extend battery life, as well as provide power if the battery fails. They've taken it to another level, though, with the new SCRS, which stands for Solar Charging Rifle Sight. It's an ultra compact 20 millimeter tube sight designed for rifles. It has multi-directional light sensors, advanced auto brightness settings, and manual as well. The large solar panel on top recharges the internal battery, which gives you like a 20,000 hour power reserve. No information on how fast it charges in the sun yet, but if you take it out of the safe, I'd say ever so often, it sounds like it should last years at minimum unless the battery goes bad. The compact optic fits the 509T footprint, so it'll be compatible with third-party offset mounts popular for rifles. 
They also come with a lower one-third co-witness mount if you're going to use it as your main optic. They've included Holosense popular 65 MOA circle and two MOA dot, or just the circle and just the dot options for the reticle, which has eight daylight and four night vision brightness settings. It also has 50 MOA of internal adjustment so that you can have plenty of room to zero on a wide variety of guns for different distances. MSRP starts at 270.58 for the red, 2 MOA dot up to 352.93 for the green circle and dot. I haven't seen this. If they had it at Shot Show or NRA, I didn't check it out, but it seems pretty promising, especially for the battery life. So I'd be anxious to get my hands on one of these. All right, AF. Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome, as f- Never mind. AF. Back to driving school. So when I read this, I kind of laughed to myself. And that's because when I was like 15, my mom enrolled me in driving school. And gosh, what was it called? It was like Master Drive. And it was it was pretty expensive, actually. But my mom like had my sister and I both take it and she was just like super paranoid about us getting our license and starting to drive, which I feel like I'd be the same way, right? Like if I had a kid and like they start driving like it's just like it's terrifying. And then not to mention, sadly, there was people in our, you know, in our school that got into car accidents and didn't make it. So I could understand. Mm -hmm. But this kind of just made me think about that scenario of like master drive my time at master drive and I hated it. <laughs> I grew up middle of nowhere, so I didn't take driving classes. My parents would take me out on the gravel roads and say, "Have at it, let's yeah. see what you do." <laughs> but I could not imagine, you know, trying to learn to drive in a city, having your driver's permit, and mm-hmm. and trying to learn amongst all of the traffic. Can you imagine, so the, like in New York or something? I I couldn't. I, I like. My nephew is 18 and hasn't gotten his driver's license yet because it overwhelms him trying to learn to drive in the city. So, you know, I'm right there with him. Yeah. Like, holy cow, that seems super stressful. It's and nobody else pays attention, right? It's Mm -hmm. it's never you. It's always the other drivers. I know. I know. Yeah. I remember having to drive in New York City a few times and I didn't even have the music on. I was like, ultimate quietness. I need to concentrate (laughs) because like the lines don't mean anything. It's like you're playing a video game, which... I suck at playing video games. So yeah. But, White knuckling that steering wheel. Yes, exactly. It's the taxi drivers that you have to worry about. Those people are crazy. Oh, yes. Uh, anyway, so this is kind of funny. So an instructor at a driving school made an unforgettable entrance last Tuesday in Lakewood, Colorado, just right up the street from me, kind of about an hour away. The unnamed instructor was parking a Hyundai in a spot in front of a community driving school on wadsworth boulevard but somehow he drove straight into the building maybe he confused the brake for the gas which Mm -hmm. my sister did once and drove into (laughs) a parking garage (laughs) you know it happens more frequently than you expect (laughs) i mean yeah in the beginning when you're first learning how to drive not when you're a driving instructor (laughs) Uh, so lakewood police they shared a photo of the crash which shows most of the car stuck inside the driving school's front windows right under a big sign that says learn to drive. (laughs) That's on irony. (laughs) He must have been really moving too, because it wasn't just a glass door front. There's a brick wall about wheel height that he broke straight into. Like you had to. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God, how fast were you going? (laughs) The police statement said that there was only one minor injury and that others were able to get out of the way in time. 
users on X, formerly known as Twitter, which I want to talk about, but I'm like, it, it's so weird that it's called X now. But anyways, uh, I didn't they, even know that was a thing. Uh huh. Yeah, it's no longer <laughs> you no longer post a tweet. You I guess you just post on X. Interesting. So, yeah. It's called X now. But anyways, they were poking fun at the bizarre situation. One said, look up irony in the dictionary and this is what you'll see. Another said, oh, he must have gotten an F. Nine News, Denver, they even added some jokes that said to the employee's credit, the school sign above the front door says learn to drive, not learn to park. Yeah. So anyways, the Lakewood police said that the employee was cited for a traffic violation. No word if the employee will still have his job after all of this. But pretty embarrassing <laughs> yeah awkward <laughs> yeah uh all right and then before we send them up the show one last sponsor franklin armory tori you've shot binary i've seen you before right like you- i have i think uh we were both at trigger con last year right and yeah franklin armory was right next to me when i was still with silencer and they had the binary triggers and you know little bit of practice you got to get into the groove of them but once you get rocking and rolling they are so much fun mm-hmm. i couldn't agree more yeah if you guys want to have a blast on the range like really up your you know your fun game on the range definitely check out franklin armory install one of those binary triggers they've made it easier than ever there's lots of drop-in triggers available best of all if you use the coupon code ava that's ava you're going to get 10 percent off and that is franklinarmory.com and now it's time for iTunes reviews. So guys, I really, really appreciate all the reviews that you guys have been leaving. It really makes me happy, especially to know that there's people out there that are actually listening to the show and that's just not me and a guest. And it's like, okay, well, all right, well, uh, thanks for, you know, like there's actually people out there that are like listening and enjoying the content. So I do appreciate that. If you guys haven't left a review, please do so. I'm always happy to hear from you. First review is from Derek Hernandez, five stars for Ava and Peaches, only because I can't give six stars. Five stars. I absolutely love the Gun Funny podcast. It's one of the best gun-related podcasts out there. The host, Ava, is knowledgeable, funny, and engaging, and she always brings interesting guests to the show. If you are lucky, Peaches, the tacty pup, may have something to say. Yeah, sometimes she barks in the background. (laughs) The format of the show is great with a mix of news, great gear reviews, interviews, and whatever is going on in Ava and Peach's life, like Peach's gaining weight. (laughs) I just made that up, but I appreciate Ava's approach to each topic with an open mind and honest opinions. This year, Ava has really stepped it up, bringing in top-notch guests from high-end gun companies and advocate groups, five stars all the way. And then next is Tweeter, Tweeter CJF. It's so funny. I had to like stop and like look closer and I'm like, <laughs> Think oh, about that man. one a little bit. Well, also I couldn't really see it. I'm like, please tell me now with my age, I don't have to get like the glasses <laughs> to see up close. <laughs> readers, some readers glasses. Uh, I don't want it. I can't. <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for your birthday now. Do not. <laughs> okay. Titled Amazing Show, Great Information and Some Good Laughs. Five stars. I've been listening to Gun Funny Podcast now for a few years, most of the time religiously. I even listen to previous episodes while waiting for the next episode to drop. Ava and her guests always bring great information to the listener along with great conversations. Isn't that like so nice and like so rewarding that like people actually like even go back and like re-listen to episodes? It is. It's it's incredible the the community that you've built on with this podcast and and you deserve it Ava you you rock these no oh, thanks I know that there's some days where I'm just like <laughs> or some weeks even I think it's funny that there are people are like you guys always have great guests and meanwhile sometimes I'm like 
oh shit, Monday's coming up and I haven't even recorded a show and it's like Friday, <laughs> like today, but whatever. Yep. Hey, but it always gets done. It does. It does. And it, gosh, it is not easy putting out a show every week. And then on top of that, with the second podcast, putting out two shows a week, although we are going to, after our two months, we are going to cut back and only put out one show a week. But I think that, you know, it was kind of always the plan because we just needed to build some SEO and have some episodes under our belt and stuff like that. So again, if you guys haven't listened to the new podcast and you're like a tweeter CJF where you constantly go back and listen to old episodes of gun funny, check out pew pew panel because I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. It's fun. I even recommend watching it on YouTube because this actually includes video and then you could see exactly what we're talking about. And I do mention, you know, stag arms and my new FD rifle. I showed that off a few episodes ago. So definitely check it out. And now it's time to wrap up. So if you guys, I don't know if you're looking for my social media on some of it, like on Facebook, I had to change it to GF media a while back. So if you're looking for gun funny, it's not going to be there, but to make it really easy on you guys, just go to gunfunny.com. And then you're going to have links to social media so that you don't have to look up the name and stuff like that. And then also, if you like the show, consider supporting it. Uh, you get access to our patron only Facebook group, which Tori, you're actually in there. So you get to mm-hmm. see all the crazy things that I post. I accidentally banned somebody the other day by accident, <laughs> <laughs> but he's kind, oh, of, yeah. he's kind of annoying in the group. His name's Daniel. And I was like, eh, it probably wouldn't have been the end of the world, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I bet Daniel listens to this and he's going to, he's going to give you some crap when he hears this. He probably will. And <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But we're all kind of like a little family in there. It's a fun group. Also, want to thank the $25 Patreons who are Corbin Bonafide, Sake Holsters, Daniel Treadwell, Keith Callamore, Daniel Lee, Nick Theodosian, Tristan Smith, Melissa Ridings, and William Knave. Then, of course, King of the Patreon, who is Jon Snow. And Tori, thank you so much for joining me this episode and sharing you know, your journey in the firearms industry and everything great that's going on in Stag Arms. I do really appreciate it. And honestly, I say this from the bottom of my heart, like... I wish there was more people like you. You're just freaking killing it. You're doing awesome. <laughs> Keep up the good work. And I really admire you. Thank you, Ava. I'm I'm so excited I got to be on the show and, and look forward to, you know, continuing to work together. You are definitely one of my favorite in the industry. So, you know, it's been a wild ride and it's going to continue to be that way. And I am looking forward to it. Definitely. Aww. Well, thank you. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. And Tori and I are out of here. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.